Oh yeah, let's make some easy money for those two E's, the Eric and the Eric. Here we go. This is Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast. Episode 152, Easy Money. the government's going to give out over 350 billion dollars and those who know about the programs are the ones who get the money i'm eric paul johnson and i'm eric winsenson and mm, uh I, I i don't hate the song i mean it's okay my head was bobbing there's some nice wizards tucked in there <laughs> most part it's never been a go-to what is it s j i g h e m sweet jesus i gotta hear easy money yeah i guess so i think so yeah it's never been something i've ever been in a rush to hear it's kind of like all right it's a basic rock song and the basic rock songs don't thrill me as much mostly because i've heard them a lot it's just loud, distorted guitar, bass, drum, and, and singing, and there's your, your basic rock song. I'm not saying I hate basic rock songs. There are a lot that I like, but there are just a lot that it, where it's just kind of like, okay, this again. And it's one of the reasons why I like ELO. They will take a basic rock song, but they will make it better. I think Poker would be a basic rock song. you got the loud, distorted guitars. <laughs> drums. God, I just flashed back to Bevan's drumming on poker and sweet Jesus how I miss them on this album. Oh wait, Ringo plays drums on this. Knock to knock drums. Yes, he does. Not to knock Ringo. Bev is able to keep up with that poker, poker, poker fit. Wait, no, wrong song. Nah, different poker, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay. and I mean, it's the guitars, bass, you get the drums flailing away, but it also had some crazy synthesizering going on. <laughs> And a big orchestra going along with all the loud guitars and the drumming. And a choir stuck in there. So it had the basic rock song, and then it went bigger, which pleases my ear holes. And uh, that's how they turned a, a basic rock song, and guitars and drums and singing and all that, into something so much better which is not here for me. It's, 
Okay, we did this. It's loud, and we're moving on to the next song. I miss the orchestra. I miss the choir. And the synthesizering was nice, too. So when it comes to easy money, you're saying, Jeff, you basic. Yes, I'm guessing this is how the kids talk today, and I'm too old to figure that out. <laughs> no, nah, it's how the kids talked about 10 years ago. <laughs> which, which to me is still, I don't understand your modern gibberish. I know. You, you do not think that that type of slang is the bee's knees. See, that I get. Yes. But Easy Money, which just happened to be my mom's old CB handle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. If you really want to go reaching back there a bit. <laughs> well, I was looking forward to this one because it's got Ringo. The one thing I can say is that after the last couple of songs, it wakes you up a little bit. Oh, the album's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, 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 oh, oh, what time is it? But while I was listening to it, I was going, yeah, it's enjoyable, I like this, after the last couple of, and then put on a Xavier Cougat album afterwards, and now I've forgotten most of the song. <laughs> and, <laughs> because I heard something much better, in fact, I heard about ten much better, even if it's a Latin jazz version of tequila, it's a lot more interesting. It's nice to have Ringo drumming on this because it does give it some life, but otherwise it's a harbinger of things to come. Mm. Straight ahead rock song with Jeff doing everything and even saying, take it away, Jeff. And I didn't know Jeff Beck was on this album, but does a nice guitar solo there. No, I would love it if Jeff Beck was on this album because Jeff Beck probably would have put Jeff Lynn... <laughs> on notice and lit a fire under him because, yeah, Jeff Beck's not exactly the easiest person to work with from what I understand either. Yeah. Uh, but as a guitarist, he's absolutely wonderful. And hey, to hear the two of them go off on do kind of their dual styles on this, God, would that make that so much better? Oh, Ringo's man. still on there and... ah, In fact, that's what Easy Money reminded me of a little bit was what was a Ringo all, All-Star song. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Where he gets everybody together and to do something, and uh, occasionally it's pretty good. Occasionally it's very solo Ringo-y. The problem is it's not everybody. It's just him and Jeff. And Ringo's giving it his all, and Jeff is kind of giving it his all on the guitar. I like the guitar part. I now recognize where you took that from <laughs> in the uh, ending credits and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, for whatever the, that uh, is. the uh, Patreon... Give us money commercial. The Patreon, yeah. The Patreon, which is up there and which uh, we always appreciate. If you oh, donate yes. to our Patreon, Underface the Music, ELO Podcast. But there are interesting parts to it. I just think as a whole, you're right. It's basic. Yeah. And it's a basic rock song. And the lyrics, other than he says the S word. This is the first time he's swore in an ELO song since 1973. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yep, he doesn't like it when you just give him fecal matter. No, no, he doesn't. But, you know, <laughs> who does like fecal matter? At least being well, handed it anyway. I was about to say, yeah, there are people, but, we're, <laughs> but that's a different podcast completely. It's just, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we can put it on the expanded episode. Let's get into that. Poop fetish. Who uh, wants to discuss no. <laughs> this? Yeah, we'll save that for another podcast. 
Yes, coprophilia will be completely forgotten for... <laughs> anyway, when I heard this in 20.01, I thought, is this a shot at Bev Bevan for Electric Light Orchestra Part 2? Because instead of Bev going off and doing maybe his own thing, he just instead went for... And this is in my head. If Bev Bevan happens to be listening, I'm not trying to put a shot out at you. I just, maybe instead of Bev Bevan doing his own thing, he just minds his, you know, his being Jeff Lynne, just minds Jeff Lynne's back catalog of ELO songs to make some easy money. I've also heard that this could be about Don Arden, who was ELO's manager. I can see that. I also kind of wonder if part of this is a shot at Sharon Osborne. I think before she married Ozzy, because Sharon was Don's daughter, if I remember right, from uh, Bev Bevan's book about ELO. And she also worked with ELO and management and marketing, whatever, that kind of stuff. And at one point, there was a huge bill that came due. And Don laid into ELO, what is spending all this? How can you do this? And then it turns out eh, it was actually Sharon while on tour with ELO that racked up the huge credit card bill. And there's the line in the song. Or it could be about all three. Or it could be about nothing. Knowing Jeff Lynne's writing style, where it's just... I. I got the music. I, I got to put some words in here for something. I don't know. There was no information for me to find out about this except for Ringo played drums on it, which is why there isn't a song facts segment at the beginning of the episode here because I couldn't find anything. Couldn't find any meeting. Couldn't find any quotes where Jeff was asked, hey, what about easy money? Nothing other than Ringo plays on this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be summed up as Ringo plays drums. Jeff plays everything else. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, like the lights go down, we'll never know what the song is about. Unless Jeff wants to call us. If you just listen up closely within the next few seconds, you'll hear the phone number to call us, Jeff, and let us know. Got something to say about easy money? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Hello everybody, it's me, that Dono guy behind that Xanadu thing, and here's my thing on Easy Money. For this track, Jeff has composed and performed a very simple rock blues song about greed, and it works very well. There's no grand yellow expectations to be dashed and rubbed into your face. Just some good lyrics tied to a steady beat courtesy of Ringo. Here, you can just turn off your fanboy head and just enjoy this uncomplicated ditty. However, I'm not going to overlook this one completely as I'm still digging through the pain from this freaking album. There's one amplified lyrical speed bump that is begging to be ripped out, and you know which one I'm talking about. It's the shit line. For me, it's not really the word that stands out for me, it's the lack of logic behind it and its usage. Who the hell is this old man Jeff is referring to? Is there a third person in the background behind the song? And more annoyingly, what's the deal with this shit broken promises line? Seems Jeff has put a lot of importance behind this man in his simpleton phrase. That sounds more like mumble than anything, something with importance. I've read and heard many authors who have used more eloquent and deeper words of anger and insults to do far more than just spew hollowed words like shit all over the place. Bill Hicks, 
Hunter S. Thompson, George Carlin, Charles Bukowski, Fran Lebowitz, and so on, have done far better jobs of putting weight behind those angry, dirty words and sniffing out their targets without breaking sweat. Maybe I'm getting too old for songs like this. I've seen and been through so much to kick back and nod my head with agreement to whatever the hell this old man says, ELO and Wings included. Well, I do owe Eric some sort of apology for making him do some extra work to edit out the word shit here. Nah, fuck him. He's making me review this damned album track by fucking track. Sleep tight, Eric. Ah, oh, fuck you! Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. ELO had a sort of uh, a sound, but it was never the same sound, actually. If you play each album separately and just a track off each, you won't find them sounding the same. They were evolving all the time, getting smaller. They got bigger. They went from tiny little two cellos and a violin and, and gradually up to like a 40-piece orchestra and a 30-piece choir. And then started going down again because I was I'd had enough of that then. You know, you get fed up with the same thing. And so I think you couldn't identify it as a particular sound. It evolved into the big sound that it became and then went back smaller again. On Zoom, George played slow guitar on, on a couple of the tracks and, and Ringo played drums on a couple of tracks. And they both did fantastic uh, jobs. And Mark Mann played some guitar and uh, there's quite a few people on there. Rosie Vella sang some really nice backing vocals. So, that, you know, it wasn't just me really. There was a few people involved. I tried to make it more organic and less I tried not to use too many gadgets and gimmicks. I tried to get room sounds, mic up things how I like to, you know, with, from distance, and try to make it sound like you don't know when it's recorded, you know. I always tried to do that in the past. I always tried to, tried to make my music kind of old-fashioned character to it. And that's by using microphones in different places where you would normally record them. He's in my well, hello, this is Dr. Troy D. White, Ph.D., and Doctor of Love, with my thoughts, oh, yeah, right, with my thoughts on Easy Money. Man, do I love this song. I remember it. I have to admit, though, I had forgotten that it was on Zoom until I listened to the album again for this episode. But I remember hearing this song when I started listening to the podcast near the end of each episode. And I thought, man, I know that song, but is that a Jeff Lynne solo? Is it an ELO song? I couldn't quite place it. And then when I finally listened to Zoom again for the first time in several years, Ah, yes, there it is. Easy money. This song could have easily been a single if radio programmers didn't have their head up their nether regions. I think it would have been a perfect ELO single. It's a good rocker in the vein of Ma 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 Bell, except Jeff's not singing in that God love. Is that what you need, voice? He's singing in a softer voice. I think it would have fit in nicely on Discovery had it been recorded at that time. And there's something else about this song. I've talked before about Jeff channeling his inner George Harrison, but I think on this song, he's kind of channeling his inner Paul McCartney. 
I mean, I can totally see Paul McCartney doing a rocker like this, and it kind of reminds me of a song that Paul might have put on his Rockabilly album that he released in the Soviet Union back in the 80s and then later released as an import here. Because, again, I can see Paul doing this song, but whatever, it is a great song, and, man, I'm glad Jeff recorded it. Easy money, man. That's what I'm talking about. Talk to you next week. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? That's me, the Princess of Gold, and the song's called Easy Money, which I don't even know what that means. But anyway, I like the song. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 153, It Really Doesn't Matter. These are comfortable slippers. Okay. There's a hole in one. Maybe after this is all done, we can do a play called Waiting for Jeff Lynn. <laughs> I like that. With that, just just the empty seat sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> okay.